What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Uh, today, we're talking, I mean, uh, blow me down, as they said at one point in history. Uh, the content's really good again. Like, actually really, really fucking good. I can't believe it. The gameplay has been uh, maybe worse than ever. However, however, the cards we're using are a lot of fun. So, we're going to talk about today... The new Moonshot program and Moonshot event, obviously. It's like our fourth or fifth Moonshot this year. Uh, we are going to talk about the upcoming calendar. There's a lot of stuff to just keep in mind. And we're going to talk about the new free Albert Pujols card that came out on Monday. Albert Pujols just hit a 700th career home run. It was a tiddly dink. By that, I mean it was an absolute tank. Um, and the card they gave us is A, excellent, B, Maybe the prettiest card art they've ever put together. So, without further ado, let's just hop on in. Streams this week, boys and girls. Wednesday, 7 p.m. Friday, 7 p.m. Thursday, my uh, very old person, 30 and over, pickup basketball league starts again. So, uh, don't know if we're going to get anything Thursday. I would say probs not. Unless you guys want to see me for like 45 minutes. So, TBD on that. Thursday's moving forward. I'm going to go touch grass. Except it's indoors. So, I'm going to go touch hardwood instead of grass. But you know what I mean. Uh, but definitely Wednesday. Definitely Friday. 7 p.m. streams. And we will, uh, we will go from there. Okay. So, as you guys see, we're looking at the calendar. No better place to start than with the calendar. Um, upcoming on Tuesday. The day you're listening to this. New Spotlight Moments, if you're uh, trudging along through the Legend of the Franchise program, New Spotlight Moments will give you some new XP, um, and there will be Headliner Set 49 with a Retro Finest Legend. So, as we know, the past couple years, they have given us 50 Headliners. They have not confirmed if it's ending at 50 this year, if it's going past it. I think it would be mildly disappointing if they stopped at 50 again. Content has been so good, and I still think there's more cards to give us. So I think it would be funny if they stopped at 50. Um, but as we've also discussed in the past, I think headliners packs kind of suck. And I would love in the future for them to just go away. And maybe we get some different type of, of pack or, or something. Um, but that's happening Tuesday. Friday, new mini season with new missions and pack rewards. So that sounds like no new card, which is whatever. Uh, headliner tops now and double XP starts. I don't know why they would be giving us another headliner on Friday. That sounds weird. Maybe I'm misinterpreting that. Uh, but it says headliners tops now and double XP. So that's coming Friday. And then a new conquest map, 40,000 XP on Friday. So a, a decent content day on Friday. Not a huge one, but a good one. We'll, we'll go through mini seasons, uh, and see if there is some sort of, um, exploitable mission that we can figure out how to do to get stubs. Uh, if it's worth it at this point in the year for you, go for it. As you guys can see, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Thank you. I've got 1.5 million stubs. Uh, I'm not bragging as if that's the most stubs you've ever seen. Obviously, plenty of people have max stubs or double my amount. But I'm just saying, at this point in the game, you don't really need to spend your stubs on a ton unless you're catching up on a collection. So I'm just stockpiling here and just waiting for shit to happen. Um, so to that end, I probably won't do the exploit unless it's like the easiest thing on this earth and gives us actually good stuff. 
Um, coming on October 4th, new BR program. Good. Ready for a new program to start. It'll be a retro finest and postseason flashback. Those will be the... Oh, two... Sorry, they're both flashbacks. So they're both active players getting cards. Excuse me. So that's cool. Uh, I don't know who said players would be. It is interesting that they're both active, but I'll take it. Uh, I will certainly take it. Um, and that, of course, will also include another 90-point reward that is going to be a 99 that will probably be a retro finest or like a pro not a prime card probably not a prime card i don't know but we'll see we'll fucking see uh coming october 4th and then october 5th finally september monthly awards program alfonso soriano lightning legend finally um glaber torres has had a fucking sick month um aaron judge has obviously had an aaron judge month though i think we're gonna get a free card of his if slash when he breaks this american league home run record um Plenty of pitchers have, have done exceedingly well. Adrian Sampson has low-key been really good. I don't really want him to get a card, but I'm just offering him as an, as an option. Um, there's been a lot of good players, so we'll see what happens with September Monthly Awards. Hopefully the Lightning player is sick, nasty, gross. We're getting to a point in the year where like lineups are actually starting to get loaded, so good cards, or, or new cards that come out, rather, need to be, need to be juiced, need to be good. Um... On that note, before we do talk about new content, let's look at what my lineup looks like right now. I, you know, periodically I like to give you guys the lineup updates. So let's take a, take a swing at it here. I have made some alterations to what I've previously said. So I've got Chipper Jones playing left field. He might be phased out for some people as a starter at this point. Not a lot of people, but he might be. I've actually been enjoying his switch hitting bat. I've picked it up with him. We've got McCutcheon in center field. And we're, we're going back to home run derby Juan Soto in right. I need the lefty stick. I love Juan Soto's swing. And, you know, last episode I said I was hitting better with Hank Aaron. Well, I lied. Because I can't figure it out. I think on Hall of Fame pitch speeds, uh, he's he's not, for me, not, not the play. I'm having a big problem turning on those pitches because he's a push hitter. Um, hits the ball fantastic to the opposite field. He's got a lot of power. I'm not ruling out ever putting him in the lineup again. I know, technically speaking, he is the best card in the game right now. Um, or close. But I just, I, I can't, I can't get rid of Juan Soto. Uh, playing first base is still George Brett. Playing second base is still Robbie Cano. Playing shortstop, we are very close to P5-ing Jimmy Rollins. And third base right now is a toss-up. So it's either going to be Josh Donaldson, who has been incredible... Or, when we'll talk about this new card I'm about to mention, the new Gary Sheffield that came out might actually be the best offensive card in the game. His defense is not good, but his offense is just out of this world. I'm working on his swing in the moonshot event. I understand that's all-star difficulty and common pitchers, but I can tell how comfortable I'll be with a swing off of something like that. So, there is a very distinct possibility that Gary Sheffield is the new third baseman next time you see the show the podcast. Uh, Jorge Posada is catching. We've caught fire with Jorge Posada. Uh, he had a great couple ranked games on Hall of Fame. He's killing it in the Moonshot event. We're, we're liking Jorge. We're happy with Jorge. He'll hold down the fort until we get Joe Maurer, Gary Carter, people like that. The bench is all about comfortability. I've said this before. Use the guys swing as you like. 
Use whatever bench combination you like. You know how you play, so cater your bench to how you play. My bench, Edgar Martinez, because I love his swing. Austin Riley. They're my two lefty killers. My two righty killers are the brand new Billy Williams. We'll talk about him in a second. He's insane. And Sean Green. Love his swing. Like that he has speed. Like that he could feel a little bit. Also plays first base in a pinch. Jackie Robinson is really there just for speed, but he does hit well. So if I need him to actually swing a bat... I'm confident that when I put him up there, he'll at least put together a competitive at-bat. He lacks power. I understand that, but he's super fast. Other options for your speed roll are probably like Ricky Henderson, uh, Juan Pierre, people of that nature. But of those players, I think for me, Jackie hits the best. So so that's the, the, the hitting portion of the team. The pitching portion... Still using Randy, though he's starting to, 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 to really wear on my patience because people are hitting him now. Uh, Nolan Ryan, kind of same thing, honestly. I think we don't really have the two super top-tier aces like we used to. I'm waiting for Roy Halladay com- to come out. I was not excellent with the 95. I have higher hopes for the 99. Uh, Mike Messina and Cliff Lee, two pitchers that most people don't like using, I dominate with. P5 Takashi Messina has a 2.21 ERA in 97 innings. That's almost all unranked. Cliff Lee in uh, 49.2 innings, 3.08 ERA. He's also P5. He's disgusting. Uh, and my fifth starter is Zach Greinke. I have a lot of success with Zach Greinke. 3.42 ERA in 68.1 innings, 72 strikeouts in that time, uh, 0.83 whip. I enjoy that he can swing the twig a little bit. Now that they've fixed his... Uh, uh, tipping pitches. Sorry, I couldn't think of the words. Now that he doesn't tip pitches anymore, I think he's he's the play. And the bullpen, I think everybody's bullpen is essentially the same at this point because the bullpen content sucks. But I've got Joe Mantiply, Billy Wagner, and Aroldis Chapman for my lefties. Devin Williams, uh, the new Blake Trinan, which is a very good card. Raleigh Fingers, uh, and then Ryan Helsley and Trevor Hoffman are actually both in my bullpen for the time being. When I unlock or purchase 99 Mariano Rivera... He might replace Helsley, I think. The jury's out on the new Hoffman. He's a 99 with crazy, crazy attributes, but he, he's still Trevor Hoffman. He throws really slow, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But that's the team, guys. The, 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 the lineups are going to start getting very diverse. The bullpens are all going to look the same, but that's kind of status quo for how maybe the show has been. First, on the uh, content docket today... You're going to want to go to the Marketplace Pack Store immediately because, well, not really. You have nine days at time of recording, so eight days by the time you're getting to this, to unlock a free, yes, free 700 home run milestone Albert Pujols. First of fucking all, don't even look at the attributes yet. Look at this card art. It is gold. There are fireworks. It's shimmery. Uh... I almost don't even want to parallel it because it looks so cool without the parallels. I won't really use this card a ton personally. Not that it's bad. It's actually an excellent card. He doesn't really fit my team currently. Um, Not to say he never will, but right now he just, he's not there. Um, His attributes offensively look very similar to Home Run Derby Soto. 111 contact right, 115 contact left. Max powers versus right and left, of course, as a 700 home run card. Um, he actually hit his 700th home run against a righty, which I think is super cool because he's essentially just been a lefty killer this season. Uh, 86 in the field, super generous for him at this point in his career. I like that they catered the fielding and speed, which is a 60, to kind of more of his like career long 
attributes as opposed to this season because this season he'd be about a 60 fielding and zero speed. Um, but 86 in the field, good. 70 arm is whatever, but he's primary first baseman, so it's not a big deal. 77 accuracy, 73 reaction. If you do play him in left or right, the 73 reaction will bite you in the butt, as will the 70 arm. Uh, but 60 speed, not bad. 57 steal, he's not stealing, but whatever. Uh, 52 base running aggressiveness, not great. Things to love about this card other than the card art. Obviously max power, that goes without saying. He gets his live, well, he has his live series swing. That's very important to note. And that's amazing because his live series swing is categorically better than his other swings. So that's awesome. Uh, and he gets his live series quirks. And the two that we care most about are pinch hitter. He excels as a pinch hitter off the bench. I believe that just means his uh, PCI gets bigger or something. I don't really know. Uh, and he has fighter, which means he performs better in the ninth inning or later. So if you pinch hit him in the ninth, I'm pretty sure those two stack and he becomes he becomes a weapon. So I think, truthfully, that's his best usage as a pinch hitter against righty or lefty. He'll hit either one basically the same. Um Defends your preferences. If you're the biggest Albert Pujols fan in the world and you want to put him at first, third, or left or right, go for it. Start him. Be my guest. He's a good card. No one's gonna no one's gonna look at you using this card and be like, "What the fuck is this person doing?" It's a good card, uh, and it's free. But make sure you get it within the next week, otherwise you might not get it. It is sellable on the market. I may buy a few at quick sell price or as close to quick sell price as possible and just sit on them for a little while. The price can only go up because you won't be able to get this card again. So, thinking about doing it. I have, like I said, like one point, almost 1.6 million stubs. Might as well spend them on something. Um, so, that is a possibility. Lastly here, guys, this is not going to be a particularly long episode. We're getting straight to the point. Uh, and we're just talking shop. New other program dropped at the end of last week. The new Moonshot program. So, it's the Moonshot event. Common pitchers, any hitter you want. Uh, now tied to a program, and they dropped four, I was going to say four super good cards. They dropped like two and a half super good cards and one mech card. But the cards that are super good are super good. Super good. First up, at 30 program points, it's a 100-point program, very simple to do. Uh, Billy Williams, left field primary, he plays first and right field as well. If you guys know... I love the Billy Williams' swing. He's got a really, really nice, compact, powerful swing from the left side. They made him max versus righties right off the rip. 125 contact right, 125 power right. Uh, 116 contact left we like. 88, well, he starts at 115 contact left. I have P1. So 115 contact left, 87 power left. We don't love the power against lefties, but the contact's, the contact's fine. Uh, 84 in the field. He's not going to be terrible out there. 60 speed is like whatever. Um... This is the best bench bat against right-handed pitching in the game, in my opinion, when you factor in, obviously, stats, attributes, uh, his ability to at least make contact against left-handed pitching, and his swing. Jim Tome is a good card. Larry Walker is a good card. Sean Green is a very good card. I think Billy Williams, when you combine all of what he has going for him, is the best. Just my opinion. You can think differently. That's totally fine. That's the way I'm thinking. So Billy Williams was instantly put onto my bench. Uh, at 60 program points, this is the only non-retro finest card in the program. Billy Williams retro finest, Harmon Killebrew, is a milestone. 500 home run club. So he's got max power against both sides, which is nice. 
97, uh, uh, sorry, 95 contact right to start, 98 contact left to start, 65 in the field, first base, third base, left field, 40 speed. He's really, and I hate, I hate saying this, but he's a BR card and an events card. You would be, unless you're playing on all-star and lower on ranked, which a lot of people are. If he's all, if you're all-star or lower, you might be able to get away with Killebrew. On Hall of Fame, that PCI is teeny tiny. Teeny, teeny, teeny tiny. Legend, you can't even see it. Um, so Killebrew, in my opinion, is the worst card of the program. Doesn't mean he's terrible. Still a good card. Just clearly worse than the other three. Um, he has a, a nice swing for some people. He definitely hits the ball hard. He gets good exit velos. Uh, he's fun for the Moonshot event. Fun for Battle Royale. But that's, to me, that's kind of where it stops. Uh, at 90 points, you get this Troy Gloss card. Third base, shortstop. He's a friggin' demon in the field. 92 fielding, 91 arm strength, 88 reaction. 64 speed's pretty good. Um, problems with Troy Gloss. 91 contact right. That's bad. That's not good. You can't start this card on Hall of Fame. Really not maybe even All-Star with 91 contact right. 120 power right is good, obviously. I mean, it's max at P5. He is off the rip max against lefties. That makes him a pretty good bench bat. My issue here, as we're learning more about how this game, for some reason, works, um, 77 vision is not fantastic. We're learning that vision actually means some things now with, like, swing timing and and the way in which you can turn on the ball or whatever your hitter tendency is. So, that's not incredible. Thank God he's got 125 discipline. We couldn't have just bumped some of it over to vision. You know, whatever. Um, this card at least has utility as a bench bat against lefty pitching. That's what, right, we talk about this all the time. If cards are going to be dropped and they're not going to be starting caliber cards, at least give us a reason to use it. Give us some utility. Juan Pierre, you're never going to start him, but he's fast as fuck. So his utility as a pitch runner. There's Troy Gloss. His utility is as a crusher of lefties. You know, and if you need a defensive replacement, go for it. That counts as utility as well. Solely being a defensive replacement is not worth putting on your team. But if he can mash against one-handed pitching and then field, that's pretty good. So this Troy Gloss is is uh, useful, but not incredible. I'm surprised they gave us the Billy Williams card first because I think it's the best or second best card in the program. I would have flip-flopped. It, it would, in my opinion, would have gone Harmon, Troy, Billy Williams, and then this absolute demon, Gary Sheffield. So here's the thing. Gary Sheffield, historically, does not have a super well-liked swing. It's really quick. He's basically humping home plate. He's, like, right on top of home plate. But, because his swing is so quick, inside pitches don't really hurt him that much because he's because he can turn on it. Outside pitches are largely the problem because you really have to work on your timing with outside pitches. You have to sit back. That's why I'm trying to figure this card out, because this card is juicy. He starts out 118 contact right and left. They're the same. And then max power right, max power left. 117 vision. Huge. 125 discipline, whatever. 125 clutch arguably is something. So that's cool. Um, 76 speed. So he actually is a quick, quick guy. Uh, I'm... I mean, I didn't really watch much of Gary Sheffield in 1996 as I was four years old. But apparently he was that quick. So I'll take it. Um, 70 in the field is where you're not going to love things. <sighs> P 
plus 67 reaction, in my opinion, that makes it really tough to play him in the outfield, right or left. Right is his primary. 96 arm is good and 88 accuracy is good. I think he lives as a third baseman, and that's why I said I'm going to toy with playing him over Josh Donaldson. SDS did a very nice thing here. Gary Sheffield did not play a lick of third base in 1996. So, by giving us third base, they're adding to his utility. That's good. They're making good content decisions, guys. Their game just plays like ass. There are literally days I would rather sit in a bathtub with a plugged-in toaster than play ranked seasons. However, their content has been so, so good. Especially lately. It had its peaks and valleys, you know, over the past few months. I would say the last three weeks to, to four weeks of content has been knocked out of the park. I hate using that pun because it's a baseball game. But legitimately, it's been incredible. Um, so we love this Gary Sheffield card. He's, uh, I mean, he should be on everyone's bench at least because he can hit both sides exactly the same. Unless you completely suck with his swing, which I totally understand and I'm not making fun of you for doing so because I largely suck with his swing. I just really want to figure it out because this card's so good. So I'm hoping to God we can figure it out because he's going to destroy baseballs, dude. He's going to destroy baseballs with those attributes. I mean, he's going to be 123, 123, 125, 125 at P5. Just absurd. Just absolutely absurd. I almost wish they would have started him with 120 contacts just so he could have been max across the board. Um, but I'll take it. I mean, this is a cool card. Again, something has to suck on a card this good. It is his fielding. His arm makes up for it somewhat. Hopefully at third base, he's not an utter disaster. I have not tried him yet. He's actually playing the outfield for me in the Moonshot event, um, but that's because the Moonshot doesn't matter. You know, it's the event. And if the ball's in the air in the outfield of the Moonshot event, it's probably a home run anyway. So it is what it is. Um, guys, make sure you're keeping up with your moments. It's double XP starting on Friday, so do your shit. Um, new content always coming out. We'll see who the new headliner is on Tuesday. I don't know who it could be. I'm not even going to guess. They do weird shit. I literally, I literally have no idea. Um... Well, content's been good, so I hope that is keeping you guys invested in the game. Uh, like I said in the beginning, we will be streaming Wednesday night and Friday night. Probably not Thursday, because I do have hoops. Got some, got a Drano some threes. And you make fun of me for saying that, but that's actually the only thing I'm good at. So, we will drain threes and run the floor. That's all we do. We don't play defense, a lick. We don't box out at all. We don't really play in the paint, ever. Uh, because I am small. Sometimes I'll go in there and like throw some hands and tap tap shots and rebounds out to my, my teammates. But we just stand in the perimeter like this. Hands out. Just wait. Just staring the ball down. Wait. But that you guys don't care about that. You come to listen to MLB The Show. I'm just telling you that's what's happening Thursday. Um, so keep updated on Twitter. KDJTV611. Same handle for TikTok. We've been trying to be more consistent on the TikTok. You guys have actually shown me quite a bit of love with some pretty good viewership on TikTok. I'm still trying to figure out the algorithm and how it works. But uh, just more ways to give you guys some, some content and gameplay and highlights and stuff like that. So uh, that'll be it for this week. I love you guys. Enjoy the content. Go hit Nuki Dookies with Gary Sheffield. I'll talk to you guys next week.